So hello and welcome to this fourth episode of our podcast series Movies Are Us. My name is Shashi Mukherjee and in this series I talk to people from different backgrounds, different walks of life and understand how cinema impacts them. Today with me I have Ayushi Anand who is a writer, editor and director in an advertising firm, advertising company in Bangalore and she is going to talk about the following three movies uh starting with Amelie which is a French German romantic comedy film from 2001 directed by Jean Perez Jonet and the second film is Our Separation which is an Iranian drama film written and directed by Asghar Farhadi and the third film is My Blueberry Nights it's a 2007 romantic drama film directed by Wong Kar Wai and she's going to tell me how these films made a difference in our life so welcome Ayushi what's happening Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's amazing to get to you know a platform that's gonna talk about my favorite films. So I think it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, we are going to talk about your films and understand how these impacted you in your personal and professional life. Right. Uh, so tell me about your yeah. work structure, your profession, so that we can understand how this thing would connect to the movies later on. Did I get your intro correct when I said uh, that you were a writer, editor, and a director in an advertising company? Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely right. <laughs> That's uh, actually I started off as an editor uh, in an advertising firm, and then I later grew on to be a writer, a screenplay writer. Then I started directing digital advertisements. Okay. So that's pretty much it. In my twenty-five years of life, right now, I'm just directing digital advertisements. Yeah, that's a lot and of work. I write sometimes. <laughs> that is, that is. So, have we seen something that you might have directed or written? Um, maybe yes. A couple of uh, Xiaomi uh, films that okay. you might see on your televisions or on your social media. Oh, that's amazing! That's and amazing. Yeah. some yeah some of the films some of the big brand films you might have seen okay so like do you yeah. want to uh, get into uh, feature film making later on is that the aim M- maybe i am not very sure at the moment but definitely beyond advertising because i think it's a nice platform to say stories but it is also bound by some restrictions mm-hmm. of the business of it yeah so it's not pure film making so definitely because i write stories so i think someone somewhere would want to listen to it and maybe sometime i'll move beyond advertising someday okay so how is the work happening right now like how are you directing uh, amidst this lockdown <laughs> Uh, yeah thanks to the pandemic new ways of coping up huh. uh, and you know adaptations are happening in our industries and um, i've been actually very uh, uh, you know amazingly working from home for mm-hmm. a shoot also there's like usually a zoom camera put up at the set and i'm directing from there oh, and okay. i'm focusing more on the ideation and yeah. uh, writing part of it now mm-hmm. so that is also happening from a distance okay okay so the direction happens over zoom only is it is it this is yeah, it doesn't give you the same feeling like being on a set it doesn't give me the same feeling but it does get the work done we found our ways of coping <laughs> with the pandemic yeah we are all trying to find our ways yeah to do something or the other right so let's uh, uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> 
talk about the films and understand how how these films have influenced right. you in different ways in your life let's begin with amelie a yeah. uh, little introduction about the film i would like to give uh, to the people who are listening to us it's a very uh, important yeah. film of our times it's a french german uh, romantic comedy film from 2001 directed by jean perejonet uh, it's about the story of this girl amelie pola who is uh, a shy girl is a very introverted girl and then she is battling with her isolation and she decides to help people around her for the better and finally uh, she also finds a companion uh, it's a very nice story also uh, it, the treatment of this film is very different uh, it's very quirky like uh, yes. that any death scene would not be like any other death scene in a in any other film it would be shown in a certain way to create a certain impact and that tone is maintained throughout the film so let's now discuss about how this film made a difference in your life tell me yes i i think this film has impacted me so much so much in my professional in my career as well as as me as a person it has had so much impact i remember i was in my film school some 5 years ago and um this is the first time my professor showed me this film mm-hmm. and i thought it's going to be any other film that you usually dissect at film schools and we were not you know our professors told some really amazing people who taught us who told us that whenever you go on studying a film never study the film at the first you start dipping in the water with wherever the filmmaker wants you to go yeah. just feel it okay. before you start understanding it so uh, that's what happened uh, our professor showed us that film and um, the moment lights turned on i was in tears and i just said one thing to my professor what are you doing to us <laughs> and um, that day i knew my life will be divided into pre emily and post emily period okay <laughs> that much this film has impacted me and i think it's it's laid like a foundation of whatever films i'm going to make from that point of mm-hmm. time and um, there was a time in uh, you know when i i kept rewatching this film again and again and again and it kept you know teaching me something new every time and i thought maybe if uh, someday even if i just make somebody feel the way emily has made me feel yeah. my job as a filmmaker is done <laughs> so uh, that is the feeling that i got from it Do you do you relate to the so, girl yeah. like uh, is your story kind of similar? Yeah. So tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I uh, realized the same thing after I realized why do I love it so much? Yeah. Oh, is it the cinematography? Is it the color palette? Which is the treatment? Is it the narration? I started, you know, studying it. Why do I like it so much and why do people who are in the same batch find wow, this is a great film but I am not going berserk over it. I realize it is why we love certain films is not because of any other embellishments on the film it is because we relate to the character yes. so much. Probably I find myself in Emily or probably I want to be like her someday or there's some part of her in me which mm-hmm. makes me connect and whatever she's feeling I know I'd feel in the same situation if I were her. So I think that's what has made me fall in love with that film so much so that I am I haven't 
ever seen another Audrey Toto, the actress. Yeah. Uska film I've never seen yeah. because I think my little bubble of Emily Pula yeah. will pop <laughs> the day I see another film. She won't be Emily anymore yeah. for me. So I thought uh, I will never watch another film of her. I'll live in my little illusion fantasy world of Emily Pula. And it looks like she was meant for this role. Like. Uh, she suits the character so right. well. I can't imagine her in something else. Maybe even I haven't seen her yeah. in any other film. I guess right? till now. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't think I can dare to do that. Yeah, you should also <laughs> check out her audition videos on YouTube when she was auditioning. I I have already. Oh, yes, amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> she so, yeah. she looked like the character right from the beginning, and <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it was as if it was written for her. Yeah, that's true. That it looks like that. And do you want to share uh, something more about this film, which you noticed uh, while watching, or uh, a story which happened after watching this film in your life? If you want to share, yeah. do, you, do you do you have something like that? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, I have so many things to talk about this film. I was, uh, you know, of the opinion that as a visual medium, mm. we need to stay true to the medium. Yeah. So, um, I was not a great fan of narration. Okay. I thought ki when you have a visual medium, why do you need audio to support mm-hmm. it? Then you might as well do a podcast. Yeah, I kind of agree on this. <laughs> so, uh, I, even I don't like narration. I, so that much. I, yeah, tell me. Yeah, I was always of that um mindset that why do we need it? But after seeing this film I realized that the narrator here is not a narrator who's describing what's happening in the frame. He's telling us what's beyond that. He's telling us things that Emily doesn't know about herself. He is another character in Emily's life who seems to know more about her than she knows herself. and he is taking the narrative forward so anything that is not taking the narrative forward should not be in the film and it's beautiful the way narration speaks about everything apart what's happening inside the frame so i think i my idea of narration changed that day you don't really have to because if what you see and what you hear is the same thing then one of them is useless so <laughs> so but uh, emily me it's done in such a beautiful way that both are adding certain elements to the narrative that's taking it forward yeah i i agree on that so should we move on to the yeah. next film or do you want to add something more because because it's like you have all the time in the world we have all the time in the world you can talk about <laughs> this film as much as you want or we can move on it's your call tell me. um i think uh, i uh, don't see this film so often anymore but okay. whenever i find myself in the middle of a crisis you know mm-hmm. mid career crisis or uh, you know when i feel that i often uh, end up feeling that i am not passionate enough for my own life like if i had a passion today i'll work really hard like whiplash leaves you with that feeling so uh, i just sometimes feel that i'm not passionate enough and then i watch emily she works at as a waitress at the two windmills and she is happy yeah she is content <laughs> life is simple and clear for her yeah. like what she is happy i can be happy too in my own plain life i can work as a waiter or just have like call center job also that does not it's not supposed to define my happiness <laughs> Would you so like I to think share with that me? is yeah. the kind of hope it 
would you, would you like to share so, with so yeah i think me? that's the uh, yeah why does this this satisfaction come would you like to share if only if you are confident dissatisfaction i sure um i don't think i am a very passionate person right now okay. uh because sometimes if if my family members or my friends ask me that you're a filmmaker why don't you make your own films mm-hmm. uh, i tell them i don't have anything to say yet okay uh maybe sometime when i have something to say i will make a film for it and i would love to tell stories but i don't have anything to so say so there's a search for purpose and that is when you search yes, searching for pretty purpose pretty much i don't think i am yes okay that's and fair enough i am still you know wondering how uh, i know i have things to say i still don't know what is the medium and how i'm going to express it i am still very much in the middle of a chaos trying to find my voice mm-hmm. and how i want to say it and that's exactly what so, the film is like uh, yeah yeah true she is also this is, in a chaos this is where she finds her purpose true true and also i would like to add that uh there, there are a lot of fans in india of this series called fleabag and people who are listening to us if you love fleabag you should definitely watch amelie <laughs> it's it's a very good film. yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> so let's i it's my favorite uh, uh, series in fact fleabag so every, whenever i feel miserable yeah. <laughs> i watch her so i can see one person who's more miserable than me and still coping up with it like okay now i'm better <laughs> 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 yes that's true so let's uh, move on to the second film a separation uh, it's yes. an iranian drama film from 2011 by asghar farhadi it won an academy award for best foreign language film and also got nominated for uh, the academy award for best original screenplay and it's about a couple a middle class couple who goes through a separation and a lot of things happen in between and uh, between that whole process uh, the husband gets into this criminal case and they deal with a lot of things so tell me how this film gave you a new perspective made a difference in your life i think this gave me like a new face because uh, i remember i was again in film school when i watched this film and uh, we were studying so many things we were studying the psyche behind what to you know use to make people feel a certain way uh we were studying about the color palette you we were studying about the cinematography the motion so many things that add to the psyche of a subconsciously of to the viewer to why do we feel scared when we feel scared we as filmmakers need to know the secrets behind that so uh, when we were studying all of this amid all of this i saw this film a separation that films outright says I don't care about the color palette. I don't care about where the camera is positioned. I'm going to tell you a story and you'll end up watching the film and 15 minutes down in the film you'll forget there was a camera in the room. Very true, very true. I agree so with that. Yeah. It it took all my filmmaking laws and uh you know ideas and just put it into trash. Uh I was so much into ki how you know Emily also has a very prominent color palette. Yeah, red and green. The red, the green, <laughs> and a pinch of a blue yes. in the frame. So uh, it's so nice. But this film just said ki all of these are just embellishments. Mm-hmm. You're here for the story. I'm gonna tell you a story. Mm-hmm. 
so i think as as a filmmaker it just gave me a new insight that as long as you have something very interesting to say it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that's true it can add to it but it can enhance the emotion furthermore it can give a nice treatment but it really doesn't matter that much mm-hmm. and i think it was amazing cuz um, even if there is i don't think it's a very prominent color palette or a camera motion and sort of a treatment nobody's breaking the fourth wall and yeah 5 minutes 5 to 10 minutes down watching the film you've forgotten there is supposed to be a camera you think you are actually seeing you've dwelled into somebody's life where you entered somebody's yeah. dream and you're just watching things happen Wait. and you're coping up with the subtitles and you just because they're speaking so fast and in irani and like oh my god yes this is amazing but i think it is that film is sheer content at its best true true like you said that uh, you forget that the camera exists uh, if the camera is like an observer yeah. just an observer and some people are uh, behaving they are not even acting they are the real people it looks yeah. like that right it's um, exactly it's kind of like this movie marriage story and i guess this movie also mm-hmm. follows a similar pattern where the camera is fluid it's it's not like uh, it's it's kind of an observer of i haven't seen that okay. film but i'm going to watch it you can also watch another film monsoon wedding if you haven't seen it yet oh i love it okay that. it is also it also follows a similar pattern of photography right yeah the camera is a fluid yeah. observer throughout the film and yeah right speaking of the color palette like i have seen they also they have also used this red and green contrast uh, inside the house of that couple the 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 walls are yeah. green yeah and they put red colored baskets the walls are green the tiles are yeah. also yeah yes yes they, they have done it a little but it's <laughs> yes. not very very common. subtle yeah. but yeah yeah i agree right, on right. that very I'm subtle clear to you on that but i think that's that's when they say that they don't want to take attention f- away from the story true 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 i agree and and the performances are so real uh, again i said that they, they are incredible yeah like i always love love it when there there is overlapping of dialogues it makes it sound so real uh, right have you seen this film shahid uh, by hansar mehta No. Okay, so it, it also it has some court scenes in that movie, and there is a lot of overlapping of that. Yeah. And these court scenes are like uh, shown in a way which hasn't been done before in Indian cinema. So you should see this. It's a it's a also a film set I'm in a real space. Definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, with a lot of realistic performances. So yeah, uh, tell me, which is actually good. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to say something. Yeah, I mean, uh, I realize when a film is placed in a real setting, yeah. you don't uh, finish somebody to stop talking and you start talking after yeah. that. You overlap, especially in arguments and conversations. Everybody is speaking at the same time, and think as a filmmaker is very difficult to you know. Uh, it is easy to I, I think to make a fantasy world because the rules of the film are going to be in your hands. But when you're trying to replicate what's real, it's tough. It's really tough because you have to make everything seem real, and real life is not easy. True, true, true. And would you like to uh, like you were saying you were trying to understand the psyche of why you get scared? or what happens uh why a certain person behaves in a certain way uh would you like to share how the story yeah. influenced you 
the story of this film, A Separation. Uh, do you resonate with it in some way? Have you seen this happening somewhere? Or uh, did it give you a learning uh, about life? Would you like to share right. something around that? Uh, I don't quite relate with it. Okay. But uh, I think that's why I liked it so much because this is a story I've never seen or heard before. Okay. Which is which got me gripped. I don't relate to it, but I, there's so much. Um, I do relate with the character, the daughter. Uh, I relate with her so much, and uh, the end scene where she's put in a dilemma over who she's gonna choose. Um, that I think is absolutely beautiful because that's how life is. There's not going to be you know white or black in front of you mm, the film yes. is in so much gray space yeah it is so much in gray space that you know it's real that's why you know it's real you can't say hey this person is the villain this person is the good yeah. guy this person is protagonist this person is in darkness you can never take out that from the film the person that lady you think is probably the bad person she's also not the bad person there's nobody True. bad or good they're just in yeah, a very yeah, gray space exactly. everybody all of us are in a gray space yeah. So I think that just blew my mind off. Like, wow, he's got the character so right and so real. Yeah, and you can't root for any character in that film. Even if you start exactly. rooting for the wife, the wife takes a turn at that scene, which I can't reveal right now because it might come out as a spoiler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she takes a turn. Yeah. You can't root for the husband. You can't root for uh, the other wife. You can't root for the other husband. You can't root yeah, for anyone. Yeah, domestic help. Yeah. And yeah. And at the same time, you want to root for everybody yeah. because you understand everybody's coming with certain background, yeah. certain pain within themselves. Yeah. And you relate with everybody. You want to be with everybody's side, but there are times when you just don't want to. Wait. And I think that's amazing. Wait, wait, very well spoken. Uh, that was a great learning that everybody comes from a place of certain baggage and that eventually results right. in the the actions they take they make and uh, we should understand that and we should empathize with every character to understand why they behave in a certain way which yeah. might be right or wrong that is another yeah. question true right so let's uh, move on to the third film uh, or do you want to add something more right. to the previous did I cut you in uh, between no I think I am yeah I think I have added everything I wanted to for this film sure <laughs> let's move on to the third film My Blueberry Nights it's a 2007 romantic drama film by Wong Kar Wai and speaking a little bit about Wong Kar Wai, uh, he is one of our globally acclaimed directors of our times and uh, his, his films are full of color, uh, which is very visually pleasing because we talked about how our separation was devoid of color or uh, like trying to put in some color palette to portray something, it was devoid right. of that. But, but Wong Kar Wai's films are full of color and Wong Kar Wai is a pivotal figure of Hong Kong cinema although he was born in China but his family moved to Hong Kong so he became a very prominent director of Hong Kong cinema but this film which we are going to talk about was his first English film so let's talk about this film again I see a similarity of this story with Amelie's story <laughs> So now you have to yes. tell me, what's your <laughs> story? Much. Tell me. <laughs> and how this, it, the, did this film make a difference in your life? I also realized there's a pattern. There's a pattern of why am I liking certain films? Why I 
actually I fell in love with Francis Ha when I saw it and I realized that is also in pretty much the same space and Fleabag is also in pretty yeah. much the same space and these films are actually talking about miserable women who are trying to find their purpose yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically me yeah. <laughs> we all are miserable <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that's when you need these films the most to tell you there are more people like you mm. who are screwed in their lives but they're just going on they're not stopping this is the kind of peace it comes with this is the kind of contentment it comes with and um, I uh, watch these particular films at certain times in my life like I was watching this my blueberry nice very recently in fact I just got my heart broken so <laughs> this is the this perfect story. time when I <laughs> tell me this story yeah this is this was what I was waiting for all this one. yeah tell me why Shashi yeah tell me so I <laughs> okay I'll tell you yeah. I don't mind please so uh, I yeah I just I mean as simple as that I got my heart broken mm-hmm. um, I fell head over heels for somebody he didn't and it hurts like a bitch and uh, so I decided to watch my blueberry night it still hurts like a bitch but I, now I find it beautiful this feeling <laughs> okay okay and also the so story I think is that's yeah. that's yeah also the story of that girl is like uh, the, st- the film begins with a breakup of the girl has and then she travels around a lot of cities to come back to the same place and for, uh, finally find the one who was there yeah. there there itself in that same place where she started off from the, right and it's like just walking yeah. across the street uh, as she mentions yeah she she keeps herself busy for at least I don't know for a year for or a year. so she keeps yeah. herself busy with two jobs yeah. uh in one day day job and night job so she doesn't have time to think about these things Very and true. there's so much uh, I think there's so much relatability for me there because I think that's why I hustle so much in life mm-hmm. and in in a in a space which is supposed to said very passionate space uh, you know a uh, Parents don't grow their kids saying that one day my child advertising. Mein uh, they'll probably make their kids like engineers or doctors. Uh, but uh, I went in this line. But I still haven't found my voice. I still don't know if I okay. want to spend the rest of my life being a vet or a filmmaker. I still am at that verge. Okay. So, uh, but at the same time, I hustle so much. I hustle. I, I just make sure that I keep moving every day. I keep going somewhere. I don't know where am I going at the moment. But I just need to keep moving because someday, somewhere, I'll find out, okay, not this, not this. Mm. Oh, ah, nice. I like this. Maybe I'm going to go do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think these films really influence me and they come at the time where you need them the most. They they tell you it's okay to be lonely. It's okay to be extremely sad and miserable. It's okay. It is they don't really give you hope or they just maybe tell you that it's kind fine of. it's it's yeah they they affirm you yeah. and they tell you it's okay just keep going yeah that is why i i keep watching this film taxi life driver. happens shit happens <laughs> that's yeah. I, that is that is why i keep watching this film taxi driver uh, so i'll tell you uh, so i have been living in this lockdown alone <laughs> so taxi driver yeah. is something ouch <laughs> <laughs> which I relate to because the protagonist is uh, a lonely person uh, he stays alone yeah. in one room 
have you watched it or like, no okay. i haven't watched it it's okay yet. like it, it it is a defining film for doodly people <laughs> uh, oh wow i got to watch it i am going to add it to my list today so the, uh, it <laughs> stars robert de niro directed by martin scorsese and a very important film very defining film uh, of the history of cinema so yeah. it is like that and yeah so we were talking about yeah. my few very nights nice. would you like to talk about the colors uh, of the film because you said you thought that it is I not important to put love it. the treatment of the film yeah. yes i mean uh, there are times when it glorifies those moments where you certainly you know sometimes i the people talk like why do films glorify for the sake of just glorifying things yeah. but i think that's very important because um i see a film and i realize wow they've put uh, so such nice music okay. ha huh. so basically there's a daughter and a father going on a drive mm. uh, i have gone on drive with my father a lot of times but i just probably look into my phone or listen to radio the films they put nice um you know slow motion high fps camera and everything is moving nice in a very glorious way and there's nice music uh, in the background score and same moment becomes so special and you realize wow that was supposed to be a very special moment which i just wasted i did not recognize that moment could be so amazing that's when films come in they tell you these moments that you're spending every day are so amazing true, true. that's when uh my blueberry nights also tells you that you know there's a certain lack that they show whenever they are showing some special moment or whenever the girl elizabeth is getting too vulnerable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh there's a certain lag sort of that happens as if you're seen through a security camera mm-hmm. uh yeah. i don't know why i found it so beautiful i still don't know why and the the neon colors yeah. the blues in the frame yeah. are awkwardly soothing every time she's in so much pain the blue gives me so much peace i think that's just amazing and that's as a filmmaker has also helped me because i know next time i want to soothe my audience soothe my viewers and you know affirm them that hey it's going to be all right i'm probably going to put a lot of blue in the frame because that <laughs> soothes me True. <laughs> so that's how we figure out when you want to show something very alarming i'll yeah. maybe i'll put an orange or yellow in the frame to show that you need to be alert there's something wrong and every time my character goes angry or you know yeah. there's something wrong about to happen i'll add a certain color which becomes like a language for the film right. so uh, these are the films who who who, who te- which you know taught me that um, mm. as a filmmaker what all i can do and as a person how i need to cope up with things and it's okay to feel shit very well spoken seriously this is so good and uh, see like if you spoke about putting red right like this film came out few days yeah. few months back bulbul with a whole palette was of red uh, oh, on netflix oh my god and uh, crazy film yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, so yeah people play with colors you should definitely check out this trilogy if you haven't yet it's called three colors trilogy it's a french film trilogy have you seen it uh it's yeah three i have colors, blue white and red so they Christoph Kislowski yes yeah play with one color in every film each of these films yeah yeah so uh now we shall uh, like generally talk about the film industry how you see it and uh, what are some changes that you have seen over the years which have been good changes and what are some changes 
do you want to see in in the industry of ours uh, not just the hindi film industry in mumbai you can talk about the regional film industries and yeah tell me right. tell me how do you look at all of these things i haven't been a lot in the film side of it so i am not very i could not be the right person talking about it but one thing i definitely want is that um, there should be ease of access uh, okay. right now if i write a film i i i think i'll probably when i'm writing a story hmm. the one thing that'll come to my head is like who's ever going to produce it why would somebody want to put money on it or how would i you know the business of it like i've heard is very ugly yeah. it's very difficult very to difficult. get through the right people and um, so but then i think that probably the best filmmakers who've given us you know the masters at the craft who's given us great cinema yeah. they probably wouldn't have you know stopped themselves from making these films you know by getting scared that oh probably i won't be able to deal with the business of it so let me not make a film in this lifetime but they fought they they made it happen but i'm sure there are a lot of artists who could you know maybe taken aback by the business of it or how to get things how to get films made because that this passion this hobby is not a very cheap hobby yeah. if you want to make a film it has to uh you know look good and um, it's very expensive it's fashion is very expensive very true. I, I <laughs> so remember, i think yeah. that's that's where uh, i think uh, if anything at all i should be hopeful that if i am writing something i know that somebody might be wanting to hear that's okay even if it's my neighbor i can tell them the story but uh, the access of the industry and the resources should be i think more access. uh, accessible okay I, yeah. I just remember this line from this song uh, from Bombay Talkies. It's a film from 2013. Uh, it's the song is called right. Bakkar Bakkar Bombay Bo Bombay Bo. Sorry, I forgot how to say. Uh, the yeah. the line was "Sasta nahi khel hai ye jeb pe bhari." So when you said that, it's not a cheap hobby. <laughs> so I remember this line. What what I would like to bring in is that uh, isn't it becoming cheaper now? because you are a filmmaker so uh, a lot of people make films with their iPhones like it's a, it's a thing in the west yeah in india shlok sharma made this film yeah. zoo uh, on his iphone i okay. think it's streaming on netflix i'm not sure mm. it's called zoo it, it was made entirely on yeah. iphone uh, starring shashank arora and shweta wow. tripathi and so uh, maybe if you have not read about this you can Uh, try reading about this thing called dogma 95 style of filmmaking where they the purpose okay. of that style is to give the filmmaker all the you know uh, power to make a film and take it away from the studios so you you can write a right. film and you can just take an iphone and go make it like write it in a way that you can make it with an iphone you don't need a set uh, yeah. you can the whole world is your set costumes are clothes yeah. which the actors already wear every day and just shoot it around so are you aware of that style or are you attracted to such um, films i have i don't mind actually but at least it definitely gives them the platform because there are films like if i have an amazing idea like i want to make interstellar i can't go on doing yeah, that with an iphone but at least to grab attention at least to show you know, the real producers who got the real money to tell them yeah to give 
yourself a platform where you stand and tell them boss i have great content and if given the uh, amazing set of resources i can create a masterpiece so i think it definitely gives you that platform this this kind of filmmaking and yeah very true, very i true, think that's true. a great thing i learned something new today from you today so <laughs> i'm definitely going to try that out i just forgot that i keep giving gyan to people like this just remember <laughs> thank you for reminding me <laughs> but can we talk about what else uh, do you watch other than of course we talked about these films so uh, what is your consumption pattern yeah. what kind of movies do you otherwise watch what kind of shows do you watch which ott platforms do you uh, prefer the most and do you watch youtube what do you watch on youtube can we discuss about that so i um currently the last film apart from these three i think i watched um francis ha uh, i watched that film i also am a great fan okay. of uh, anime uh, i've been uh, binge watching ghibli uh, a lot and i think i found a lot of my favorites ponyo and uh, grave of the fireflies these are some amazing heart wrenching films uh so i recently you know found my interest leaning towards anime also i think that's amazing and um i follow i i watch basic ott platforms like amazon prime and netflix and uh, sometimes movie so movie uh, yeah very nice yeah consumption <laughs> so movie um, is a great, think, great uh, platform for gems yeah. it's amazing yeah it's just uh-huh. amazing they also have a library now so But if you miss a film in one day, you miss it. So you have to keep up with it. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, I guess. How about you, Shashi? What all do you watch? What 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 all do I watch? I prefer watching mostly movies about human relationships and uh, <laughs> set in realistic space. Okay. Uh, and it should lead to some thoughtful, uh, uh, like conclusion about the purpose of existence. it should lead to some uh, something thoughtful in that direction okay. then only i like it uh, the most like like a film like aankho dekhi uh, so uh, have you seen oh, it oh wow yeah. yeah so it leads to, see, see yeah, it's yeah, about it's a, about a person his life his journey his relationships people around him and then an existential question or a thoughtful question which like uh, st- makes you think about our purpose right Uh, human evolution, human existence, and everything. Why is everything the way it is? So I like such films mostly. Whatever right. it is, human relationships I mentioned because uh, that is the most basic form uh, through which you can lead to that question. But it can be a scientific com- yeah. fiction too, a scientific fiction film too, uh, like a film like right. uh, what did I watch last? Like a film like Downsizing. It's a scientific fiction film, but it leads to a thoughtful question. Okay. It could be a horror like Get Out by Jordan Peele. It also leads to a certain. Okay. They don't question the film. Never so you ha- you like films which have like a graph which tells you that hey, this is the character. He's in this much dilemma, whatever he's thinking, but he leads on, progresses the character and the film, and tells you, and it gives you with an answer or leaves you with some kind of thought. Yeah. And it progresses through. The film should yeah. leave me with a thought. Uh, it should not answer anything it should not solve anything uh, it should just present right. different sides of a certain point it is trying to make 
and then I should be left with that thought and I, I should keep debating inside myself and start seeking an answer <laughs> yeah that, sh- that should be the purpose of the film I recently I watched. watched this uh, animated uh, series uh, it's called Undone, Undone. yeah oh, I watched it's a, oh god I'm still thinking if it was real or <laughs> I'm still thinking about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember I lost grip on reality when I was watching it I had my friends calling when they came like Right now, I'm having out-of-the-body experience. Don't call me. I'll probably respond in a most psychotic way. Because I was just like, what? Why does it even matter? This building, this house doesn't matter. Yeah. Where am I? What is real? <laughs> With that, yeah. I guess we have come to the end of this podcast. We have discussed yes. so many things. And thank you for sharing your stories and the things you've learned from these films. Of course, uh, I keep mentioning this in every podcast that we are going to not dissect the movies. We are just going to approach them as fans, just movie fans. But today we dissected right. a little. But I guess that was very important because we understood how the colors make an impact. Ultimately, every technical right. thing we do in the movies are supposed to make an emotional impact on the human mind. So. Right. That was yeah. very important and different from the other podcast episodes I have done till now. Thank you for sharing that and all the best Thank for your journey you so much for having me. as a filmmaker. Thank you. Make the best films that you want to make and stay safe in this Yay. lockdown. And hope that we meet you too, Shashi. After, after this pandemic. Yes, hopefully. Cool. <laughs> See you. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much.